We're for Sydney and New South Wales. These are today's headlines from The Daily Telegraph. HSC students were marked down in their English exams and assessments because their work did not conform to teachers' social values around cultural appropriation and gender stereotyping. Education experts say the exams have been hijacked by activist markers unfairly, applying their own progressive judgments about what is culturally appropriate in students' work. Feedback from the New South Wales Education Standards Authority released this week said students could improve by considering appropriate concepts that have cultural sensitivity and are relevant to current times and avoiding cultural appropriations that rely on familiar or offensive stereotypes. In the English Advanced Courses Creative Writing Exercise, Marcus said there were too many typecast characters. And if you'd like to read more on that story today, you can take out a subscription to The Daily Telegraph at dailytelegraph.com.au or download the app at your app store. New laws forcing tech giants to pay for Australian journalism used to generate ad revenue have gained Labor's initial support, but the party says Google's threats must be addressed before they make a final decision. The opposition has decided to vote for the federal government's proposed media bargaining code in the lower house, but will wait until an inquiry report is handed down on February 12th before backing the law in the Senate. Labor's communications spokeswoman Michelle Rowland said the evidence given to the inquiry showed that there were a number of concerns that need to be considered. She said they include how the code will support the media in the event Google and Facebook withdraw from Australia and no revenue flows to the media as a result. We'll be back after this. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winder? <laughs> <laughs> Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. <laughs> Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from. Anti-vaxxer conspiracy theories peddled by Liberal backbencher Craig Kelly must be denounced by the government to protect important public health messages, Labor's new health spokesman has warned. The opposition's Mark Butler said he was concerned about further boosting public awareness of Mr Kelly's views by calling them out, but argued silence was not an option. Mr Butler has taken aim at Prime Minister Scott Morrison for failing to rebuke Mr Kelly directly. Mr Morrison said Australians should not get their vaccine news from Facebook. And Ian Dicko Dixon has ruled out a return to Australian Idol. With the format set to be rebooted after 12 years on the shelf, producers are yet to reveal the judging lineup with much speculation as to whether or not any familiar faces will return to the fold. Dicko told Confidential that he looks like Clive Palmer now and that they are not going to go near him. The only way Dicko would consider returning to Idol would be if he was given management rights over the winning contestant. And those are your headlines from The Daily Telegraph. For updates and breaking news throughout the day, take out a subscription at dailytelegraph.com.au. We'll have another update for you tomorrow.
Australian history is full of colourful but forgotten characters, from alleyway gangsters to Cold War spies and eccentric entrepreneurs. There are hundreds of incredible stories of adventurous Aussies that never make it into our history books. Each week I talk to some of the country's greatest history authors, sleuths and yarn spinners to uncover the untold stories of some of our most interesting and offbeat ancestors. The show in black and white can be found wherever you get your podcasts.